Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. And always remember to take it easy. And we are live. Welcome to Profile Pod TV. I'm your host, Double A, aka Andy Anatomical. And it's once again, we are back for part two of Talking Football, three part series for this week. Um, thank you for joining us wherever you're joining us from. Wow, it's been so long. It's been 24 hours since we were here last. Um, so, always excited to be here. Always excited to be here on the pod. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Profile Pod TV at 90s Galore and uh, subscribe to Profile Pod TV here on YouTube. If you've subscribed already, thank you so much. Uh, much appreciated. Can't emphasize enough, that enough. I'm trying to get to 1,000 subscribers by December 31st of 2020. Uh, so I'm, I'm putting myself out there and seeing how far. I'm gonna, I, I, you know, I got to get that goal. I got to achieve that goal. So, uh, like I always say, man, we got to strive for greatness. We can't settle for mediocrity. Uh, we gotta, we gotta set the bar high for ourselves. So, um, so support the cause, support the channel, subscribe to Profile Pod TV on on YouTube. So, um, we have a great guest in store to, uh, tonight. This gentleman um, hails from uh, La Puente, California. Uh, he's He's been involved with football uh, for years, years upon years. And just like last night, uh, this man is super knowledgeable about the game of football. And uh, I can't wait to pick his brain on you know, what he, exactly he's been doing and what the future holds for him uh, as a coach, as a trainer, as a, um, just as a, as a teacher and everything else in between and beyond. Um, I'm gonna get right to it. I usually do the, uh, as you know, do the shout-outs and um, other. But tonight, I'm, I'm, we're gonna get right to it. Um, and also, I, I know I've been telling you about the raffle on Instagram. Um, we're gonna do that raffle. If you participated in the um, in in the raffle in the uh, contest last week on the last episode with the ladies' night with Double A, uh, we'll be holding that raffle. Um, I'm, I keep saying I'm going to get to it. I'm, I'm going to get to it. So thank you for all, all of you who participated in that. And uh, so stay tuned for that. Don't forget that this is a, an interactive show. Uh, post your comment, post your question for the guest or myself. I'll do the best I can to, to, to get it on the screen here to address the question. We'll, have, we'll pose it to our, our guest. So uh, always uh, have fun with that. And uh, if you're... Um, Again, if you're watching this on the replay, thank you so much for being here. If you're watching this live, uh, thank you as well. So um, a million thanks to all of you for tuning in, supporting. And uh, I can't emphasize that enough, man. I, I love, all, I love um, all the viewers, all the listeners. 
And, uh, yeah, that's always a, an amazing thing to have you here. So, um, so let's, let's get, let's move on to our guest. Let's introduce our guest. Like I was saying, he's out of, um, La Puente, California. He's now a coach at Alamany high school. He's the director of football operations at beast athletics, by the way, shout out to beast athletics, uh, and, um, Arthur, uh, CEO, Arthur Romero, who was here a couple months ago, did an off, awesome job. Um, it was an amazing guest here trying to get him, trying to get him back on the, uh, on the pod, maybe in the future here. So, um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest, Mr. Coach Daniel Fierro. Coach, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Oh man, no, thank you. Thank you for being here. Much appreciation. I've uh, been looking forward to this conversation, man, because, uh, yeah, like I was telling the guys last night, man, football has a special place in my heart, you know, been around it for a long time. You know, it provided many opportunities for me, opened doors for, for me. It was fun, uh, you know, created many relationships, friendships, and, and what have you. And um, now to see, you know, my son going through the same process uh, it's been a joy. Um, Coach, man, um, what's going on with you, man? How, how, how's everything going out, out in the SGV? Man, it, it's, it's, it's going pretty well. Um, we've been doing a lot of training, a lot of, uh, a lot of workouts. Uh, done, we've done some traveling with, uh, with our organization. Um, shout out to the Beast, obviously. Yeah. Um, we, did, we just uh, competed this past weekend in Palm Springs. Um, I wasn't there. I was at a wedding, but we have a, we have a great staff out there, and, you know, we uh, – we collectively all work together to make sure that this is a good experience for the kids and that they're competing at the highest level. Um, we just want to give kids from the San Gabriel Valley that opportunity. So, um, I mean, it's been fun. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Arizona uh, at Pylon. Uh, that was a great experience as well. I think most of those kids have never played in a dome. We played in, in a nice dome. It was 110 degrees. Um, so we competed against some of the best kids out there and, you know, we, we did really well. Um, so shout out to those guys. Um, other than that, you know, just getting high school ball ready. Um, obviously, COVID has a lot of restrictions out there, so we're just abiding by the laws and making sure we're doing uh, everything within the state or the state laws. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, Coach. You know, I, I, I think, man, what you guys are doing at Beast is just phenomenal. Uh, I know uh, from what I see, from uh, from what I observe, from what I saw with my son. And the growth that he made in such a short period of time with with uh, Beast, um, I was really impressed, man. And, and you guys are doing the right thing over there, man. I think you guys, um, the emphasis is 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 on the, is on the athlete, on the student. Um, I mean, no, there's no BS with you guys. You guys are straight up, man. You guys are doing it the right way. And, um, I, and like I mentioned, uh, Coach uh, Arthur uh, Romero, uh, mm -hmm. I know you too. You you um, I know you that you know that he was on this program uh, a couple months ago and yeah. um that was a he was phenomenal man for him to be so young and um but yeah i, I just wanted to let you know man that you know I, I i'm watching you guys and following you guys and everything that you're doing and, and it's really great to see that uh that you guys are doing it the right way man you know because appreciate it man of course of course and i, I see others out there or other organizations that you know the emphasis is on something else you know uh but uh, it's nice to see that you, there's still good people out there like yourselves doing it the right way. And um, so, Coach, man, I, I kind of want to get a little bit of your background, a little bit where, where you come from, man, and 
uh, pick your brain. And before we get into the, you know, the meat and potatoes of everything, as they say, man, yeah. right? Um, you, where did you grow up, Coach? Um, I grew up half my life like in L.A. and then uh, with my grandmother and my parents. And then uh, around eighth grade, I moved to La Puente. Uh, I'm a local kid. Uh, I've been in the San Gabriel Valley for close to 20 years. Um, I went to Nogales High School. I played ball there. Um, I was I was a pretty decent athlete. Uh, I had a couple of opportunities to um, to play ball at the next level. And um, at the time, my mom was diagnosed with uh, stage four lung cancer. And um, the the best opportunity for me was to stay close to home and work on myself, be around family. Um, I ended up getting hurt. <clears throat> and I have uh, torn my or ruptured my patella tendon along with my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus. Uh, there was damage to all that. And then um, as I was rehabbing, um, my mom unfortunately passed shortly after her birthday in February. Um, as an 18 year old kid, you know, I had two choices and it was to continue playing ball or, um, you know, being a family man. And I had a little brother at the, at the time and he's not so little anymore, but um, he, he was my priority. Um, yeah. So, you know, I grew up with, uh, I grew up being taught families, everything, and to always protect family, always be around family. So um, I feel I made the right decision in my life. Uh, with that being said, I was offered a coaching opportunity to start coaching like at the middle school level. You know, um, I went to a Catholic school for a good portion of my life. Um, I had gone back to school and just wanted to say hi to a couple people. I was offered the opportunity and um, I took it. I coached three years there and that kind of got my feet wet. And then I started drawing interest from high schools. Um, from there, I was given my first opportunity at uh, Buena Park High School. And um, that was Coach Anthony White. He brought me on staff and oh, okay. um, we, we did some pretty good things. I was very fortunate to be part of a, a really good program and a really good family. And then from there, um, I was given a shot at Workman High School to become the varsity wide receiver coach. Um, I've been a coordinator for quite a while. I was a coordinator at Buena Park on the lower levels. Um, I've probably been around almost every system offensively that you could probably be a part of. So um, I learned from a lot of uh, different coordinators. I learned from uh, Ollie Lynch, um, Joshua Knight, who's the AD at uh, Baldwin Park right now. Um, I want to say Steve Calhoun, who runs Armed and Dangerous. Um, okay. He's the quarter, one of the quarterback gurus out here. And then uh, Eric McIntyre gave me my first shot. He was uh, the head coach at Workman, and uh, I actually became the OC shortly after I'd gotten there. Uh, we've been there for about three years. He's actually a really good friend of mine, and I still coach with him. Um, from there, we, did, as a staff, went to Almani for a year before we were given the opportunity to go to Calabasas. And... Um, you know, we were surrounded by some great athletes, you know, Darnay, Boosie, all those those type of guys. And then um, another opportunity opened up and we went to Alamany, which was a really good opportunity for us. It was Division One. Uh, at Calabasas, I believe we were Division Two, Division Three. Um, but we went to Alamany. We had a great staff. And um, last year I was given the opportunity to call the offense at Los Altos. Um, I went there and um, I just felt like after this year, it was, I did a lot of learning for myself and just um, 
a lot of a lot of searching and you know. at the at the end of the day um it was it was a really good opportunity for me you know this past year i had to um i had to think about my family and um, i had the opportunity to be around my son and my son um he's eight years old right now and he was seven he and he just started playing football he's playing out here for the La Fuente warriors and i was very fortunate to be around and watch him play and watch him fall in love with the game um as much as i do if not more and um i mean you know how that is because you have renee renee a, was a great kid um definitely one of the kids i had a, a a really great bond with i talked to him every other day almost um i mean we have, we have a really great relationship and then you know after this year i just decided you know i think it was best for me and my family to make the decision for me to go back to alimony um, I currently work out in that uh, area. I work at Calabas High School with a special education student. Um, and I mean, honestly, none of this is possible without my wife, man. I want to give a shout out to my wife because I know she's listening. Um, without her, without her, none of this would be possible. Um, she's the heart and soul of our family. She keeps everything going. Um, she makes sure everything's in line and she supports me 100%. So um, I definitely want to give her her shout out, her love, because she deserves it. What, what's your wife's name? Uh, Shelly. Shelly, shout out to Shelly, yes. Yeah, Absolutely. she just started she just, she just her own business this year. So, I mean, oh. um, she she does a lot of creative stuff. If you guys want to follow her, uh, her Instagram is Bluebell Creation. Um, and she does some great stuff, man. I mean, uh, she found something that she really loved, and it was a hobby at first, and now she really loves it. So, it's fun for, for she saw what I fell in love with, and now it's fun for me to see what she has fallen in love with and she loves what she does and I love what I do. So we, we support each other and um, man. Yeah. Nothing. No, that's great, man. Congratulations on, on, on the, on the new business. Um, yeah, of course, man. Of course. Yeah. You know, it's uh, when you have a supportive significant other a supportive wife, uh, that is, that is key, man, because otherwise, you know, I've seen coaches, um, really struggle with that you know because uh, uh football the nature of football is you know very demanding of, t of your time especially at the varsity level you know and i know it's uh it's a very yeah you know so so that's great man that's great um so you how long have you been coaching coach now man i want to say going on like 11 or 12 years i mean at the high school level at least uh, I've been coaching since I was probably in high school. I started coaching my brother's little uh, youth football team and uh, just kind of was, just wanted to give back and be around him and, you know, just see how he was doing and stuff like that. And uh, it just kind of slowly progressed. I figured if I can't be in the game, uh, be around the game. And um, giving back to the community has always been key. So that's yeah. kind of how it started. Definitely, man. So, so would you say it's at least, what, 20 years now? I mean, I wouldn't say 20 because, I, I mean, I'm only 32. Oh, okay, um, okay. Yeah, but um, I would probably say, like, anywhere from 12 to, like, 14 years, roughly. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm, uh, I'm the elder statesman here, Coach. I'm, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, shoot, I'll be, what's today, the 7th? I'll be 44 in a couple couple days here, so. Oh, um, man, happy early birthday, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you, man. Uh, so how growing up coach in, um, you know, in, in La Puente and, uh, how, how was, play, did you play football at, at the 
the youth level. I think you mentioned the La Fuente Warriors, right? Um, so, so I didn't play football at the youth level. Um, I was always they always had a weight restriction, and I was always a bigger kid. Oh. But but I had been around football my whole life. I was kind of born into football. So um, out here, I know you know about the San Gabriel Junior All American. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was born into football, my mom was a cheer coordinator for the Montebello Indians, and my dad was also involved with the Indians. Um, I believe before I was born, they were part of the Rosemead Rebels, and um, they they kind of helped turn some of those organizations around. And as I got older, they became uh, board members. So I was at practices, even if I wasn't practicing, at least traveling with them three days out of the week. And uh-huh. then and then we'd be at games on Saturday and Sunday. So I was always around football, and uh, I was more of a basketball kid growing up. I played a lot of basketball. I played some baseball. Um, in high school, I, I that's when I really was able to put on pads and kind of play. Uh, and I struggled. I struggled. I mean, I've never hit anything. So, you know, my first year was, was struggling. But after that, I kind of picked it up. Um, you know, I played football, basketball, baseball. I did some track in high school and um, just got my feet wet and everything. And football is what I really fell in love with. Football and basketball were my, were my go-to. So um, I felt like I had more of a future in basketball up until the injury. Or football, I'm sorry. Football until the injury. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, as things happen, you know, just, I decided to make a, a career change and um, get into coaching. What position did you play in high school? Uh, I was a DN and tight end and uh, a slot. Okay. All right. And, and what was it about football for you, Coach, that you gravitated toward, uh, towards because, you know, you grew up playing various sports. You know, you did basketball. You did other sports. What, what was it for you about football, man, that, that really, like, just – you know, grabbed you? Why did you gra- gravitate towards football? I think part of it was the, the coaches, man. Um, I, w- I would say we weren't we weren't always like one of those top teams, but I mean, we had we had a good group of, of guys that um, we, we stuck around each other quite a bit. And um, my head coach was he was my head coach for three years. His name's Ken Silvet. Um, he was a great man, and uh, he he had taught me a lot of values and. There's a lot of things that, that you don't necessarily get in other sports. I just felt like I had a connection with him instantly. Um, he was a great man. Uh, definitely learned a lot from him. And, um, you know, he he's someone I, I genuinely – I would love to connect with again, but, I mean, um, I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. He's not coaching there anymore. So, I mean, yeah, he, he's probably part of the reason why I got into this. What, what, what was his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Tim Silvet. So Silvet. 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 Okay, Silvet. Yes, hmm. And that was at Nogales High School. Yes, sir. Oh wow, man, that's uh, okay. So he was the one that kind of, uh, you know, he mentored you, coached you, and, and really, you know, shed uh, shed light on the sport for you. He he he, he just uh, the way he coached you and everything. It was just it made you fall in love with the sport. And um, really, you you created a strong bond, a strong connection uh, with with him, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, coach. When I I played one year pop Warner uh, when I was going in seventh grade, and uh, I remember uh, I was a lineman, and and but I remember that first year, coach, because I, I remember thinking my whole life I wanted to play football, tackle football, right? When I was a kid. Yeah. 
And I didn't play, didn't actually get to play it in pads, but I didn't put the pads on until that one year. And I remember uh, how how easy it looked, you know, watching it growing watching it on TV as a kid and I was like, Oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wreck shop, you know? <laughs> and I remember that it was the biggest reality check for me because of not everything, man, getting used to the helmet, the, the, the gear. Yeah. 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 Definitely. You know, the physicality, the conditioning, the, I remember thinking, what did I get myself into, man? You know? <laughs> and, and, uh, and I wanted, there were times where I didn't want to play. I didn't I wanted to quit. Um, but I stuck it out. I stuck it out that one year at Pop Warner. Didn't play it for two years until I was a freshman. Uh, you know, but that's – but, yeah, man, I, I think, um, you know, some that's – some kids might get turned off, you know, uh, because I, I wasn't a running back. I wasn't, uh, you know, I, I wasn't a quarterback or, the, the as they say, the, the glory positions or, you know. Um, but, yeah, for I think uh, for looking back, it was so – you know, it was that was a really uh, an experience. I, I came of age, you know, there's that year because it taught me a lot about myself and um, and you know that's the nature of football. You know, right. where it, football will definitely teach you about yourself. Um, it'll expose you whether you're you're a hard worker or not. You know, it'll really expose the type of person you are, the type of character you have. You know, what was it for you, Coach, as as a, you know, going through high school, playing, um, what were some of the things that you you noticed looking back now that were so, um, that was it, what was it about football that was instrumental for you? And what kinds of things did you learn about yourself, uh, about life in general, going through high school, playing football? Honestly, I mean, not just football, but like in school, I mean, yeah. Showing up to showing up to class every day, it was it's equivalent to showing up to work every day. Um, working hard at everything you do because I mean you get on the field and you work hard and then you get the result and it's the same thing in life. You you know you go to your job, you work hard, and you get paid. Mm -hmm. So um, we use some of those metaphors like even now for coaching. Um, one of one of my guys and you know Gilo, uh, one of oh, my guys yeah. Gabriel Lopez. Uh, Shout out Gilo. Know, Gilo, that's my guy. I coached um, him. I coached him. I know, I know. I I was there. He's uh he's my son's godfather, so I mean we I've known him his whole life. But uh Amazing. One, one thing one thing that kid uh has has definitely overvoiced is you know, this ball is money, go get the money. Um, you know, that, that ball can op that can open so many opportunities to a lot of individuals out there. There's football for everybody, especially from Cali. So yeah. Kids that think they have to go D1. I mean, you know what? That paper is the same paper you're going to get from any school. It could be an NAIA, a D3, D2. It's all the same. Yep. And at the end of the day, that ball will pay for your education. And at the end of the day, that's what I I, I want to be one of those coaches that helps kids get their education paid for for free. So their family doesn't have to worry about anything. Um, another thing, Anthony White um, – had also he, he kind of started it and that's where I heard it from. But uh, he had said, you know, let's not prepare these kids for the next four years, but for the next forty years. And at the end of the day, uh, you know, the next forty years you get that degree, and, and that opens up so many doors for for families and for kids out there. Oh yeah, of course, man. As you can see, uh, Renee's 
Renee's here. What's up, Renee? Yeah. Shout out to Renee Zaldivar, my son at NAU now. Um, yeah, coach, I mean, it, 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 that's the beauty about football, man. It, it really opens doors for for youngsters. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, provides a, a opportunity, you know, and uh, it's 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 beautiful thing to see, man. When you when you see, um, you know, some kids who come from you know inner city or or, or less than uh, you know less than fortunate circumstances or what have you, and you, they go through football, they, they 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 make something of themselves, and the next thing you know, they have a scholarship to to and like you said, you know, it, it could be a scholarship, it could be a Division two, it could be wherever, you know, NAIA Division three. Uh, as long as they're playing, they they have the opportunity, and they're there. Yeah, I mean that's that's the bottom line, man. You yeah. know, right? And, and I think that's I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, where and, and, and I so and by the way, going back to Gabe, uh, I, I when I coached at Diamond Bar, you know, you used to go to his games, right? Yeah. So I was coaching middle school for the most part, and. I was able to make like his freshman year, uh, his JV year, and I believe one varsity year. Um, I made most of his games. If I wasn't coaching, then I was at his games. Yeah. Um, he had always been at my games growing up. Uh, he played some Pop Warner uh, with my brother, so they would be hand in hand. And I mean, um, I just felt like, you know, I had to support him as much as they supported me. And, um, yeah, I remember you, you. I think you were there with uh, with Travis and Ryan Main and, and all that like, good group of guys there too, right? Yes, yes. And uh, I was there. My first year was own. I was there from 09 through twenty twelve, and then as fast forward when you went to um, Los Altos, um, I remember seeing you and I was like, I, I could. I you look so familiar, and finally, you know, I realized okay, G Lo and and uh, I remember. That's where I had seen you. I was like, okay, you used to go to the Diamond Bar games. And, yeah. Uh, right? So, okay, that's why I made the connection. Um, so now, Coach, what are some of the things now that, that you um, that you really in, what, wish to instill in your players, man? What What are some of those qualities that, that you – that are? I mean, that you have to – your players have to have it, man. I mean, this, there's no, you know, negotiation with it, you know. There's no leeway. I mean, you, you want to see these kids, you want to see your players uh, develop in a certain way. What are those things that you want them to have? Uh, loyalty, uh, dedication, hard work. Um, all, all the things that I think a lot of coaches stress on. Um, I feel like the thing that kind of separates me from some coaches is I believe that football is all about relationships. I believe that you have to get to know these kids outside of football because sometimes it's i mean yeah football's all they have they have to go home and sometimes their life at home isn't so great and sometimes football is the highlight of their day and that's um, that's kind of like with this whole COVID thing you know I, lo I know a lot of people have said that um you know it, it's hard for kids that are stuck at home and they can't do you know such and such um the biggest thing is, is building relationships with these kids and caring about them as individuals and caring about them other than just like football players um but i believe you know they have to show up and work hard every day be consistent um finish everything you do if you're, you're already there you might as well put the effort in just have a great attitude give great effort 
and capitalize on all the opportunities that are given to you because sometimes you may only get one opportunity. And if you get that one opportunity, you, you have to shine. So that's why you continue to work hard, whether you think you're gonna get that opportunity or not. You know, if it happens, be prepared for it. Absolutely, man, absolutely. We were talking about something uh, last night where uh, with the gentlemen that were on with me, my ex-teammates and stuff, uh, we were kind of looking at the generational gap, you know, or, or, the, or the difference, I should say, in when we were playing high school ball and to the current generation, you know. Um, what, what are some of the main differences that you see, Coach, maybe I mean, when you were playing and the, the current generation of players, um, what are some of those differences that you see? Uh, I mean, I remember when I was playing, um, hurt or not, you kind of just put yourself back together and got back out there. Uh, sometimes now I kind of see kids that like, get hurt and they pull themselves out. They, they don't have, um, not all kids have that grit where, you know, they're, they're itching to get back out there. Some of them are just like, okay, I'm hurt, I'm done. And they have to learn the difference between being hurt and being injured. Um, when we played, we really didn't have that knowledge. We kind of just went out there and, yeah. hey, you know, tape it back up and go back out there and do what you want to do. <laughs> Rub some and, dirt on it you get back yeah, out there. Man. And, and nowadays, you know, coach, I, I stubbed my big toe and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> well man, we got to figure it out because, I mean, that's something yeah. small compared to some of the stuff that we had done. You know, guys out here trying to play with broken bones and torn ligaments, stuff like that. Um, nowadays, I think it's... Uh, not to say softer, but um, I think we were just a little different. We were a little tougher, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, let's say, go to say. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you still see some great kids out there, man, and tough kids and gritty kids and, you know, all that, you know. Um, but what what is it the what, – what what's your thought? I want – we were talking again. Again, we were, we were discussing last night. What, what are some of the – what are your thoughts right now on – the, the the whole transfer thing, you know, with with, with high schools. Because when you know when I was playing, uh, you know, you 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 played at the school that you grew up, you know, you, where you lived. You right. you played at the school where you lived. You know, bottom line, you know, you represented your school, your community, your city, your family, your team, all that good stuff. But nowadays, it's you know, it's it's a lot different nowadays. Kids, you know, they want to go where they, and it's okay. I mean, hey, who doesn't want to go be well, taste success. Who doesn't want to be successful? But, you know, I've seen a lot that's almost non-existent nowadays. It's just like almost like a business being run in, in high school, you know. And I, you know, what are your thoughts on some of that, Coach? I think it depends on the reasoning. You know, sometimes it is the kids that want to do it, but then sometimes it's the parents. And yeah. um, sometimes, sometimes parents get a little overly involved. And, I mean – I get it. I'm a parent. I'm going to be involved in my son's life and I want to make sure he's making the right decision. But I remember when I was playing, if you were not the best, you continue to fight in order to be the best. If you want to get reps, you have to earn the reps. Yeah. And, um, and, and now it's, you know, someone gets named a starter and all of a sudden it's the other kids checking out. Why? Because they think they have a better opportunity at another school. And, you know, sometimes that, that may be the case, but sometimes, you know, they're really leaving because they don't like the competition. Um, yeah. So I, I think it really just, it depends on the reasoning, man. Um, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It's, 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 it's tough. Circumstances, you know, come into play. But, you know, when I, when I see 
you know, I a lot of, now I see it's 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 almost like um, you know you're trying to you know I, I'm going to say the, the word recruit you know or uh, you know and, and for example I saw this I'm not going to name any high schools but there's this high school big time high school down in Orange County um, and <laughs> they wear red and white uh, one of the players transferred and right after the football season he was gone back to his previous high school. The previous high school um, had a, a signing ceremony for him, and, right? right? And uh, I'm like, wow, that is crazy. I mean, and, and, and you know, hey, props. They want to, you know, um, honor the, the student. That's great, you know. But from what I took from that is just like it was more of a publicity thing, you know, putting our name, getting their name out there, getting the the – you know, it was marketing, basically. I, you know, right, right. And I, I'm seeing so much of that now, man. It's like, you know, that's, that's, what, that, that's why I'm saying, like, you know, it really depends on the reasoning. I mean, yeah, stuff, yeah. stuff like that gives transferring a really bad rap. So I yeah. mean, it, it really just like if you're doing something like that, then I mean, okay, I'm I, for me, I just I don't feel it's the right thing to do. And um, sometimes I feel like parents and players they're away from doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I exactly. And you mentioned the first thing you mentioned, Coach. Uh, when I said when I asked you what are some of the things that, that you look for, I think you said loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and yeah, man, that's the, the first. You know, uh, it's the loyalty. I don't think something. You know, I, I don't think it's as um, you know common now. It's not as prevalent. You know, that, that loyalty piece. But yeah, you know, that's. I think that's that's. You know that's that's a an important quality, man. You know the grass is always greener, right? The grass is always greener. They always say, and some you know sometimes it, a lot of times it's not. Uh, but like you said, the reasoning that yeah depends on the situation, the scenario. But I'm saying generally speaking, um, you know you're seeing a lot of this now in, in high school, and you know where where you have that behind the scenes. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, you know, but, but, um, you know, but th- are you seeing, um, I, I, especially at a private school uh, compared to a public school, uh, you know, that people will argue, well, you know, private schools, you know, can, can, can recruit or what have you. Um, what, what do you think about, uh, do you, are you in favor of having, a private, like a private only division or a private only uh, league. Although they have the private only leagues, but as far as when the playoffs come, you know, private only competes with private and public. You know, separating the two. What, what's your opinion on that, Coach? I mean, I, I believe uh, it should be left the way it is. Um, we have an open division, and if you're the best, whether you're public or private, I think you have an opportunity to play against each other and. Um, to find out who's best. I mean, there, there are, there's some pretty good public schools out there. There's pretty good private schools out there. Um, everybody believes in different things. And at the end of the day, it's all about kids buying into their coach um, and buying into that system. And um, at the end of the day, I, I believe that we have a, a pretty good system right now. Um, the open division is loaded with a bunch of talent and yeah. um, it, it should be fun to watch this year. Yeah, no, I, and let's get into that, Coach. I, uh, let's get into your, your your schedule. You mentioned that, you know, we were talking earlier, and you mentioned uh, you're going to open up with um, uh, Helix. 
Yes, sir. Helix High School out of out of San Diego, man. And then and then you got St. John Bosco, then you got Mission Viejo, Lawndale, and Oaks Christian. Yes, sir. Right? That's your pre that's your preseason. That yes. is that <laughs> wow, man, that's one hell of a schedule, man. That that is that's awesome. That's awesome, man. Um I, I gotta I gotta uh, hopefully get to watch you guys play because I'm out here and you know not too far away from you guys. And, and especially Oaks Christian. Where do you play Oaks Christian at, by the way? Uh, I want to say we play them at their house. I think we play them there. I'm 15 minutes from there, Coach. If Yeah. I'll, I'll it be should there, be fun. Man. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's talk about that a little bit, Coach. Um, obviously, traditionally, you know, this is the first time since I – I mean, maybe – I don't think there's ever been a football season, high school football season, uh, played in the springtime, you know, uh, how has, uh, COVID and everything really affected, you know, what you guys do, man? Is it, is it hard to build that cohesiveness, build the chemistry with, the, with the team, um, you know, due to everything that's going on right now, restrictions, blah, 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 protocols. How's that been going for you guys? I mean, honestly, the hardest part is not being able to, to high-five your guys and, and give them the fist bump to give them that love. Um, right now, everything's, you know, six feet apart. So, you know, we get in pods, and when we're in formation, we're, we're six feet apart. Um, and making sure we're following all the guidelines and all the rules that um, have been placed in front of us. So we, um, we're we just making sure we're following the rules. Um, and I think the cohesiveness is there. You know, our guys – hang out with each other they, they have a really good camaraderie and um overall like our, our guys are pretty bought into us and each other and um we have, we have a really good brotherhood where we're at and i i like our odds against anybody this year um i think we're a good group and we're, we're just a tough group and um it's it's fun to be around it's just it's fun to be around the coaches fun to be around the kids um and and it's an opportunity for anybody i mean this is the first time it's, it's almost like a leveling field. COVID has leveled the field for everybody. Everybody has to follow all the guidelines and all the rules, and there can't be really any slips in the facts. Otherwise, you're going to get hammered by CIF or whoever's out yeah. there. So, I mean, yeah. um, it's leveled the playing fields for a lot of people. And um, like I said, I think this season, it's, we've never had anything like it, but I think it's going to be one of the most competitive seasons that we, um, we're, we're probably going to see. Yeah, no, I, I can't wait, coach. I can't wait. I love high school football, man. I, I've been following high school football, you know, since uh, since I left high school, you know, back in 94. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I followed, um, I've always followed the IE. I you know I grew up in IE. I went to Ranch Cucamonga High School. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. And um, I've always followed IE, SGV. You know, I have a lot of ties to SGV because my parents were from, you know, that's where they grew up. And um, obviously, Renee, my son, went to uh, Los Altos, an SGV school. And uh, so, yeah, coach, you know, you got or the Orange County teams. And you got the San Fernando Valley teams. You got the Ventura teams. Uh, all of CIF, man. I've, I've, I do the best I can to, to follow it, man. And um, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. You know, it's a, like you said, it, it, it's in everybody's kind of on a, a level playing field. Uh, no pun intended. Um, and. and but uh, what, what are some of the examples, Coach, of – like you, you mentioned, uh, no fist bumps or, or, or only fist bumps, I, or I think. And no, no, there, there should be really no touching. Uh, coaches have to wear a uh, face mask. We do temperature checks before we walk in. We have questionnaires. Um, 
we're, we're six feet apart at all times. Um, mm. And we have to really focus on all the little details. Um, you know, we practiced without a ball for quite a while and you had to really focus on the details within every step and every drill and every movement. And I think that has just helped us overall as a team um, and as coaches, you, you start noticing all the little things that we aren't doing right. So now you have to correct it. And um, it, it, it's amazing to see, you know, I mean, you see guys at every level of college pros, you know, still doing the wrong thing sometimes and forgetting about the little attention to detail. They just get away with it because they're more athletically gifted. So um, it's just, it, it's been really interesting. Um, it's been really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, man. I bet because, you know, you got 50, 60 guys out there and, and, and building that chemistry, building that, as you know, coach, as we know, it, it's critical, man. You, that bond, those bonds have to be nurtured and, and created and nurtured and, 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 you know, developed and it's an ongoing process. And then you have here this thing where six feet apart and all these, all these protocols, man, I, I can, has it, has it been difficult though, coach, for, for, for you guys to, to really, is it, has it been a difficult process, challenging? Um, is it is it more is it more difficult than, than you thought it would be going through this right now? I think starting off it was really difficult. Um, starting off, you didn't know what to expect, and as time progressed, you kind of learned how to adjust. Just like you know, as a coach, that's your job to adjust. So um, the kids have adjusted well, we've adjusted well, and um, I think everything's about adjusting. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. I mean, game day situation. You know, like in the game, you got to make adjustments, right? Yeah. And yeah, no, that's that's interesting, man. And so when you come together for team, for example, or you know, when you bring it up at the end of practice, coach speaks. Everyone has to kind of stay six feet apart, surrounding uh, the coach. So, so we don't right now. We're not even doing that right now. Oh. Um, we're, we're we're in pods, so there's pods of ten kids. Um, we mm. go each line, 10 kids, six feet apart, next five yards, six feet apart, five yards, six feet apart. It's really, really spread out. Um, and the coach dismisses people by pod. So, Hey, pod one, you can go. You have to make sure you grab your stuff and you're, you walk right out. There's no hanging around or anything like that. It's you're picking up your stuff and you're going, then it's the next pod, the next pod and stuff like that. Wow, man. That's interesting. And what about... Wow, so you, I mean, this is, yeah, this is, gosh, unprecedented, Coach. I'm, I'm just, like, visualizing right now in my head because, you know, you really have to coach. I mean, yeah. you really have to coach right now, man. Like like you said, all the details, man, all the little things, all the, ten, you know, um, the fine, you know, the finer things um, really have to be emphasized, I, I can imagine, you know. And so when you come together for, like, exam, for example, Coach, uh, when you're running your just you're running your offense on air, uh, are you guys even coming together as eleven as, as a group Not of eleven? Really. No, Not yet. We haven't been given that. Uh, mm. We haven't been given the, the the okay to do that. So everything's very limited. Um, so we we do what we can with what we can. Yeah. So I imagine like when when you're in your individual positions that's when you're kind of going through, you know, plays, uh, your, your responsibilities as a position group. Right. Cool. I, I can imagine. Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Step, um, landmarks, um, technique, 
leverage. I mean, everything, everything, but it's on air. Um, it's very, very detailed. Wow, man. That's interesting, coach. And what, what are they saying, coach, as far as, uh, as, as we approach, you know, the season, cause I know January 8th is kickoff, right? That's what we've been told. There's been no um, update or adjustment. We were told that I believe in December is when we could start, uh, I want to say practicing in pads, and then uh, kickoff is supposed to be January 8th um, from what we know. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll get an update in the near future. And um, definitely once I get an update, man, I'll, I'll let you know what's going on. But, I mean, a lot of people don't know what's going on out there. Nobody's, nobody really knows. So. It's unknown right now. Right, right. I hear you, Coach. I hear. But as on paper, though, January eighth is is the kickoff. That's, that's what, yeah, that's what we've been told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a uh, man. Interesting, Coach. You, you just opened my eyes to. I, I didn't even think about these things. You know, these these the intricacies of what's going on right now. You know, and it just dawned. It just just hit me right now. Like, wow, man. This is. <laughs> um, Obviously, man, is nobody's gone through this, you know, ever. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can imagine you know, you know, they, that emphasis on team and and all that, you know, coaching and you know, again, you know, it's uh, it's really that's really interesting, man. Uh, what what are um, what are some things right now that you're you're doing to kind of uh, stay connected to your players? off the field and stuff like that, you know, since you can't have, well, can you have meetings as far as, or, or, or how is that working? Right now, everything is, uh, we started with Zoom. So everything is uh, kind of like what we're doing right now uh, in front of a screen, just like they're doing school. Um, we're able to kind of go around and talk to our players still, you know, um, I just make sure all my guys are, are on task and on the same page. Uh, I make sure to, just talk to them, you know, hey, how's, how's your day going? Not just, you know, I know they're out there for football and, and all that stuff, but, you know, there's a lot of things going on with COVID um, and a lot of people are struggling just with mental health issues. And I, I want to make sure I reach out to each and every one of my guys and just make sure that they're okay, you know, that they don't need anything at home, everything's good at home, stuff like that. So I, I make sure just to – if they have an open platform from them to, to talk to me about anything, if they have a problem, you know, come talk to me. If you need someone to talk to, come talk to me. Um, and, and just be 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 there for them. Pretty yeah, quite quite simply, man. I think yeah, you emphasize that line of communication, coach, and um, being that being a mentor, man. Right? I mean, being a coach, being a mentor, and like you said, being there for them. If yeah, man, they know that. Uh, if they need anything, you're there. Bottom line, right? right? And you instill that confidence in them. And um, yeah. And by the way, man, my Renee, man, he he, um, you know, he can't he can't say enough about you, man. He 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 loves you, man. He's uh, you know, and I, I want to thank you for what you you've done for him, Coach. You know, um, you know, this is this is funny because this is the really the first time you and I have had a, a conversation. Um, right. other than, you know, Hey, how's it going coach or, you know, um, but, um, and, and I remember, um, what you did for the, that young lady, man, um, who, who was in the, in the wheelchair, 
and you know and on the prom and going to prom and taking and doing all that and um that, that was ex you know exceptional man phenomenal what you did coach and yeah yeah I, I mean she she deserves it man I, I work with a lot of these kids and um they're not gonna ever get an opportunity to do stuff like that and you know she was a senior she's a student i had been with for quite a while and um we had a, we have a connection and you know i went through the proper channels i made sure you know everybody was uh you know supportive of it and um the mom was super excited um as she was when when everything kind of went down and you know we planned it really well and um she had a great time um i believe everybody deserves to have an opportunity to, to experience something like that and um when i saw the, the opportunity i i wanted to do something really special for her because she deserves it she deserves to be treated like a princess and and, and the beautiful girl she is so um yes it was it was honestly uh it was probably more uh meaningful than i mean i put into words um that night was probably one of the best nights ever um and i know she had a good time and i had a great time so um it, it was definitely something i'll probably cherish for the rest of my life absolutely man can we say her name coach can we give her a shout out uh, i will uh, say her first name i'm not going to disclose anything but her name is alan alan shout out to alan that's awesome yeah in coach and and uh when you did that though coach when i saw that i was like wow man that's 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 a beautiful thing man and um i remember thinking that wow i'm so glad that renee is is playing you know under your tutelage man and um so so yeah that was i just wanted to thank you man for from the bottom of my heart for doing that and and for being a you know mentor to Renee and coaching him up and and um, keeping him in line you know <laughs> you know he's a, um, he's a good kid man he's he's someone um, that when I first got there he he really gravitated toward me and I gravitated toward him um, we had a lot of good conversations and um, I, I know his biggest worry was was I have to go you know I have to go to college and I'm like look man just you, you need to be patient. And um, I know he went to a bunch of camps and he worked his tail off and mm -hmm. you know, he was always worried because he, he had gotten hurt his junior year. And I said, look, man, when the opportunity comes, just make sure you take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, but he did all the work, honestly. He, he did all the work. Um, I ran into a couple of coaches on campus because um, I, I work on campus. So uh, our classroom is one of the first classrooms that is right at the front office. So when coaches are checking in, um, I had already either known them or um, they had seen me at you know Calabasas or Alamany, so they stopped and chop it up for a little bit. And um, it was funny because Gilo was playing at, at Mount Sac for a little bit, uh -huh. and one of the one of the coaches there was a recruiter for NAU, and wow. he was like, "Hey, man, NAU's on campus." I said, "All right." So um, I ran over to start talking, and he remembered who I was, um, and I told him, "Look, man, I have a kid." You might want to take a look at him. He, he's pretty good. And um, once I gave him the film, he I think he was going to Oaks Christian that day. And uh, he texted me, I want to say a couple hours later, dude, he's, he's a guy. Uh, how can I get in contact with him? And that's kind of, I just put him in touch with Renee and, you know, everything else happened. Um, Renee was generating interest from a couple other schools, but I know he really fell in love with NAU. And um, I felt like it was a good, a good decision for him. It's a good place for him. Um, I know he's he's uh, thriving out there. He he did work his tail off with us before he left, and mm -hmm. um, I know I know he's getting some good reps with that first team out there. So I talked to him 
I, I talked to him quite a bit. So I know uh, they, that he said he might be coming back. And if he is, uh, just tell him to be ready to work. You know, when, when you're ready to work, come out here. Uh, we'll get you back in the weight room. We'll get you back on the field. And we'll just maintain everything so you can be ready to go when season starts. Yeah. 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 I know he's he's been telling me that. And, uh, you know, and, and you know what's it with uh, – What's interesting is that he, the offensive, the offensive, the run coordinator, Coach uh, Bobby Conley, he, he's out there at NAU, and uh, he actually recruited me out of Chafee College. Yeah, told um, me. Yeah, told Renee told you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and so it's like, wow, things went full circle, man. And uh, now here, he, here's my son, you know, playing, you know, running back on, you know, with with the guy who recruited me. Uh, crazy how things work out, man. It's just crazy, man. And but yeah, I think NAU is a perfect place for him, man. I, you know, I think uh, hopefully we'll go. You know, we can hook up out there and, and, and watch his games. Definitely. And, you know, you know, I know we'll be doing that. But that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait, man. We we should be doing. We should be watching games right now. But uh, unfortunately, yeah. you know, uh, you know what's what, what's nice is coach is for in high school and college that. Uh, the season wasn't scrapped altogether, you know. Right. I, I, it was nice to see that because you know, okay, let's 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 put it back to spring, which is the next best thing, right? And yeah. um, you know, so a lot of these kids are going to still have the opportunity to compete. The, you know, the seniors this year, seniors, man, and it's nice to see that, you know. Um, so yeah, I think my biggest my biggest heartbreak of the season was uh, I was going to go to Renee's first game. Because yeah. he was he was going to be playing two of my former players that played for ASU, so oh. um, we we had talked about it, and um, he would have played against Johnny Wilson, who uh, came out of Calabasas. He's yeah. a freshman now, and then uh, he would have played against uh, Donovan West, who I believe was a uh, first team freshman All American. Um, I, I want to say he played. He started out his career at center, and they moved him to guard, and. Uh, he was one of the hardest working kids uh, that we had at Alamany, and he's a tough, wow. he's a tough son of a gun, man. He's, he's he's a kid that should be playing on Sundays along with Johnny and Lord willing, Renee, Renee if he just continues to work hard and make sure he takes care of himself. Yeah, I know that I know, Coach, and, and those are the things, and that's the beauty about football, man. You know, you you get in, you're involved with the sport long enough. You know, you start, yeah, man. You see, you have all these. Uh, I mean, we mentioned it earlier. You develop all these friendships. Um, right. You develop all these things, man. Coach, what what do you think? What is it about football that makes it stand out? What what makes it so unique, man? In your opinion, you got to get eleven guys on the field to all come together and do one job. If one person does not do that job, everything falls apart. And, and it's on both sides of the ball. I mean, defense, you're taught to get to the ball, and offense, you're taught to, you know, execute your assignment. And yeah, yeah. It, it takes all 11 to do it. And when all 11 do it, it's, it's probably one of the most beautiful things to sit there and just watch. It really is, man. It really is. And, and you have, yeah, you have so many guys. You have all these moving parts, right? And like you said, yeah. man, it – to get everybody on the same page, to get everybody to do their assignment, to get every to make to get that wild oil machined, you know, working cohesively, it's a challenge, yeah. But like you said, once you get it going, man, once you see that, 
everybody's on the same page. It, it really is a beautiful thing, man. It really is, you it know. Is. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I, we were, for me, coach. I think it's, um, you know, football is 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 unique because nowhere else you have to prepare yourself. The mental process is 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 critical, man. In, in football, yeah. I think. Uh, when you go out there to compete, especially in the games, you know, obviously in the games, you know, um, you have to put yourself in a certain place, man. You can't just walk out there uh, and th without without going through that process, that preparation. Right. You, you can't just walk out. There. It doesn't work like that in football, you know. Maybe in basketball, may, maybe in baseball. Uh, but football is the nature of football is such that, you know, the, and they say, they say it's 90% mental football is 90% mental. You hear that? Definitely. Definitely. I believe you have to mentally prepare. I believe, um, you have to mentally physically uh, prepare because your body is taking a beating pretty much anywhere you're at and you have anywhere from five to six days, sometimes even shorter to prepare your body and prepare your mind for the next for the next team and what you know what do they do that's special and what do we have to do to stop it i mean there's a lot of factors that go into it and um there, there's nothing like it going out there and competing against you know 11 other guys and just accomplishing what you got to accomplish it, it's um there's nothing like the competition out there no 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 there really isn't man and you know i i I say, you know, I say it all the time, man. It's, it's, uh, if you've never played the sport, uh, it's hard for someone to understand it. You know, it, it, it's really hard for them to understand, you know, because again, it's just, uh, like you said, coach, you have to, you have to, you have to prepare physically. You have to prepare mentally. You can cause your body, yeah, it's, 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 it's a grueling sport, man. It's a grueling sport, you know, especially playing on the line for myself. I played on the, <laughs> You know, so I, I was getting beat up. Uh, I played D line. You know, I played D line. You were taking ice bath every uh, every Saturday, huh? Gosh, man, getting those double teams, coach. I mean, yep. oh my gosh, man. No, what what do you think, coach? Is the what do you see the sport? What do you see high school football going in the next? You know, five to ten years. What do you? What's your opinion on that? I honestly don't have an answer for that question. I think um, the game changes so much that um, it, it's kind of hard to, to indicate what kind of future it has. I think it will remain competitive. Um, I, I just think that there's so many different philosophies and strategies and schemes out there that, you know, you have to figure out what's going to work for your guys. Otherwise, it's not going to work for your team. And if it doesn't work for your team, then you're not going to be successful. Um, but I think for the game of football, um, I know they've been changing rules and trying to make it safer. Um, so, I mean, I, I could probably see them making some more rules to make it more safe, but I mean, maybe adopting, um, the NFL kickoff type thing where they're trying to limit some of those concussions from kickoff where you're flying down yeah. the field and stuff like that. But, um, in, in general, I think, you know, Football is pretty black and white. Um, 
you have 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and you have to find a way to get into the end zone. And on defense, you have to find a way to, to stop it. So um, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more schemes and, and philosophies and schematics out there. But uh, if anything's going to change, I think it'll be a couple of rules. But other than that, I, I don't see that changing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It, it, do you, what, what do you know about a helmet technology? Is, is that evolving now? Are they, are they making helmets? There's, uh, they, um, there, there's, there's a couple out there that are um, trying to make the game safer. Um, there's one, uh, I know one of our quarterbacks wore it a couple of years ago. It's called like a, a, a Visus or something like that. You're able to see a little bit more. It's supposed to be safer. Um, I know the speed flexes are supposed to be pretty uh, pretty save the cushion um but uh, i mean everybody's coming up with new things now and you know everything works you just got to find out you know what's really going to work you can't just buy uh someone's take someone's word for it you have to you have to kind of go out there and, and experiment and see what what's what definitely man definitely yeah I, I hope so yeah i hope to see that man i hope you know the technology develops where you, they're making these helmets where that are you know super um effective right with you know, as far as safety and, and concussion, I don't want to say proof, but you know, to minimize those things, to minimize injury, you know, that that's that's definitely something that I would like to see in the future here. You know, for the benefit of everyone, for the benefit of the, obviously the players. Uh, but um, do you see yourself as a head coach in the future, coach? I do, I do. Um, I, I was telling you a little earlier that you know I, I had listened to uh, a couple mm. of schools, I applied at a couple of schools. Uh, I had a couple of interviews, and then uh, COVID happened. So, yeah, right. Um, I know a couple of schools probably went with uh, their safer pick because I, I was called in to go to uh, a second interview for a couple of schools, and mm. that's when everything kind of shut down. Um, right now, I am actually a head coach for my son's team. Uh, he's, oh. playing eight, he's playing 8U right now, so um, we're, uh, we're, we're still kind of practicing and stuff like that, and just kind of prepping him for, for what's about to come once all these restrictions are kind of uh, released. So um, it, it'll be interesting. It, it, it's been an experience for sure. But um, I do see myself as a head coach. Hopefully within the next uh, you know year or two, maybe three. Uh, I'm, right now I'm just taking the opportunity to, to learn as much as I can from you know everybody that I'm around, all these great offensive and defensive-minded coaches. Uh, just better myself, learn more about the game. Uh, you can never learn too much, and you can never stop learning um, because yeah. everything's always always moving. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I do I do look forward to uh, getting an opportunity from whoever wants to take a shot on, on me and uh, and and the group of guys that I have ready to go once um, I get the opportunity. Oh man, no doubt, no doubt. Well, and your son's playing eight U. Is that tackle or or, or uh, flag? Tackle. So so now, um, I know back when I was playing, I think uh, tackle was like nine and ten year olds. Uh, I know they have some six U teams that are playing tackle. Yeah. So um, he plays flag last year. Uh, we transitioned. To, we're transitioning to tackle this year, um, and. Um, you know he loves the game, so he works hard, and I just want to see him uh, do well. He uh, he's very cerebral about learning, and um, I just I hope he just continues to have fun and, and loves the game. He he loves watching football and you know being around all these guys. So um, that's 
That's yeah. great, man. That's great. Hey, starting starting early, starting early, man. That's, and he loves the game, huh? He loves the game, man. Oh yeah, you can't teach that. You know, that's if, if you got it that early, man. And where is he? Where are you guys playing at, Coach? Uh, right now we're preparing to go out of state. I'm not going to give the location, but I'm going to say we are preparing to go out of state um, within the next coming months. Um, there's supposed to be a a pretty big tournament, so we're um, we're kind of just prepping for that right now. Okay, so you're not playing at uh, a local league, a junior All-American or anything like that? Uh, all, all that stuff is shut down. So right now oh. it's technically, quote-unquote, an all-star team. Um, so we have a, a small group of kids that we have put together, and um, we're just going to go out there and compete, man. That's, that's the one thing at this age group um, that I think you have to just instill in the kids is teach them how to compete. Besides teaching them, you know, what a football is and how to line up and stuff like that. They just let them go out there, have fun, and, and show them how to how to compete. You you know what kids are out there that want to play, and you know what kids are out there that don't want to play. And um, yeah. at the end of the day, you have, you have to build a relationship with those kids too. You know, I, I think it starts at that age where you build a relationship with those kids, and then it, it even carries on to, to high school, college, and so on. For sure, for sure. And we mentioned Beast Athletics, Coach. What uh, your role as a, there is director of football operations. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, so, so, go ahead. Go ahead. Go. Uh, so basically, um, I had talked to Arthur and I had met him. Uh, I want to say like in November ish. Um, he was looking for some coordinators, so we had we had spoke. Um, we both had mutual interest, and then I had let him know. You know, I have a son who's seven, and he had just he just turned eight. Um, where were we in October? He turned eight in uh, August, and. He played with a ten-year-old because he he was a bigger kid and he, I mean he he's an athlete so he wanted to go out there and see what he could do and um, took some adjusting for him played against some other kids and um, after talking with Arthur for a while um, he just opened up about what his vision was and um, I I wanted to be a part of it uh, he took an opportunity on me and we um, we collectively had just built a really great staff and he's done he's done a great job being as young as he is he's wise beyond his years yeah. um and and he knows exactly what he's doing um so we, we have a really good staff in place right now um i was working with um calling the offense for a couple of his teams and um i kind of took on a bigger role being a director of football operations so i basically talk to all these parents about you know what beast is and, and what do we do and what separates us from other organizations and um i build the relationship with the parents and the kids as well and then i also handle uh, a portion of our recruiting with uh with some guys that i know so we have uh we have a kid who just kind of joined our seven on seven team he's committed to wisconsin uh pretty good kid he's a quarterback and then um, we have a receiver that plays at St. Francis that I'm uh, just kind of helping guide him and, and getting his film out to a couple people. He's, he's going to be a, a big name this year. He's worked really hard this offseason. So um, he has some mutual interest. He has a lot of uh, lower D1 offers. Bless you. Um, well, thank you. He, he's looking for uh, some more Power 5 offers. He has one Power 5 offer, but um, he's a great he's a great kid. And um, there's a lot of, of young talent in, in the Tangibor Valley that we're just trying to, you know, give them an opportunity, uh, kind of teach them, you know, it doesn't have to be a D1, you know, it could be a D2, it could be an NAIA. Mm -hmm. Whoever's going to give you an opportunity, at the end of the day, that's what you want to do. You just want to get yourself an opportunity to get your education paid for. 
Absolutely, man. Who who's the can you tell us who the Wisconsin kid is? Or or what yeah. high school he goes to? Uh I believe he goes to Santa Barbara. His name is Beacon Pia Hill. Oh wow. He's out of he Santa Barbara? Go. Yes, sir. Wow. Interesting. So he, he uh he works out in uh in in your area and um I met him at an at an event um, that I went to to work with receivers and quarterbacks in Nevada a couple months ago, and um, I kind of got in touch with him with uh, the receiver I was talking about from St. Francis. His name is Bryson. Um, he kind of put me in contact with them. We were looking for a quarterback to take to a tournament. Uh, gave me his number. Just kind of started talking to him. Hey man, you know how you doing? How you feeling about this? This uh, is this something you're interested in? And he went with us to a tournament and. Uh, he he loved it, and he committed to playing with us the rest of this uh, seven on seven season just to prepare himself. Unbelievable! That's great, man. That's great, and he's he's not so he okay. He's competing on the on the the seven on seven team. Yes, sir. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, man, you know, like I said, coach, uh, what you guys got going on over there, man? It's a it's a great thing. Uh, Beast Athletics is really really. Um, serving the community well over there, man. It's, that's a great thing because, like you said, as we all know, San Gabriel Valley, man, it's that's a hotbed, man. There's, there's so much talent out there. So there, much there talent. Is, there's a lot of talent, and it goes, you know, it goes elsewhere to a lot of the private schools. Um, yeah. we're, trying to, we're trying to keep kids in here and, and show them, you know, you can compete here. You know, if you're if you're that good, you know, schools will find you. You don't have to go to these big schools to have schools find you. Schools will find you. Yeah, I hear you, Coach. No, I, I, are you are you picking it? Uh, are, are you are you? Uh, what's the word? Um, gosh darn it! Plucking those kids to get them to Alameda? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. Oh, hey, Coach, man, I, I want to tell you thank you so much, man, for for coming on tonight, uh, taking the time. Um, you know, I can't much love, man. Once again, you know. Yeah. For all, uh, absolutely, man. Let's continue to, to to grow, man. Let's continue to to um, collaborate in any way we can. I know we'll be. I'll be catching up with you at Renee's games. Definitely. Um, yeah, absolutely, man. And, and and Arthur and I talked about having um, the entire staff, uh, the Beast Athletic staff, coming on here and and having a conversation, man. So maybe we can do that in the in the future. You know, maybe we can get that working with with with. Uh, Arthur and uh, see what we can do and but uh, but yeah man you know much love to your family and what's your son's name by the way Caleb Kenny Caleb oh Kenyon Caleb I'm sorry he's darn it uh, Caleb. Caleb. My, sure. so my, my oldest is Caleb and my youngest is Josh Caleb and Josh got it much love man shout out to to the boys and of course, Coach. Shout out to Shelly, um, the family, Beast Athletics. Anyone you want to uh, finish off with? Any shout outs, Coach, for yourself? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to my brother, Nick. Uh, shout out to Gilo. Uh, all my guys out there. Y'all know who you guys are. Um, shout out to Beast, Arthur, uh, my boy Shane. It's his birthday. Uh, Shane Vernello's birthday. So happy oh. birthday, Shane. Uh, you know, shout out to Mike, Reggie, um, Mark. Uh, Beast is also now uh, we have a rehab guy. So yep. Mark's our rehab guy. He he does a lot of our uh, our rehab and recovery. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to Campos, uh, EJ. Hopefully I'm not missing anybody. Um, <laughs> a... I think that's pretty much everybody. But you know, uh, 
those are all good good individuals, all great guys, and they're all doing the things uh, for the community that that matter. Um, and they actually did a, a, a school giveaway today for you know giving back to the community. We we gave bags to um, kids that needed you know school supplies. So uh, we had a little workout, and then after that, you know, kids that needed school supplies, you know, we're, we're giving it out. We did a small fundraiser, and uh, that was registered by by Reggie and A. So you know, my hats off to them. That's that's one of the one great thing we could do for our community, you know, you're giving back all this knowledge and stuff, but you know, it, that, that speaks volumes for um, what, where our thought process is and what we're trying to do with, with our kids and for our community. Like I said, man, you guys are doing it the right way, man. You know, I'm not surprised coach. Yeah. I see that coach. I see you guys doing that stuff and that's amazing. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. And like I said, shout out to everybody you just mentioned uh, much luck to you guys. Um, I want to say shout out to, um, uh, the G-Lo as well. Gabe, man, you know, like, is he coaching with you? Or is he still at the Los Altos? Uh, he, right now he, he's kind of just in between. We, we all work together. Um, the, the plan is to, you know, hopefully get him there. We're, we're trying to see what we're doing as a staff right now, but, um, I see. you know, right now he works with us and, um, he does work out with, uh, he does help coach and work out with beast and he does, uh, he does help with my AU team, so he's yeah. involved. Love Gabe, man. Love you. Uh, love that guy. Gabe, shout out, man. Um, so, yeah, Coach, once again, man, thank you so much for coming on. I'm looking forward, again, to seeing everybody grow and continue to continue success. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there you have Coach Daniel Fierro. Check him out. Where can they follow you at, Coach? Where can they follow Beast? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I believe it's uh, at CoachD underscore OC. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I believe it's uh, at Coach underscore Fierro. Um, so I'm, I'm mainly on Twitter and, and Instagram. So you ever need to reach out to me, you can also follow the Beast page. Um, it's at Beast dot by dot Nature. Um, and you can also follow our seven on seven page, B seven B seven. You can also follow Coach A if you need to get a hold of me uh, at Coach A. God, yeah. I'm saying, you know what? I, and by the way, today I I, I just realized like, I'm not fo- I wasn't following you on Twitter, uh, and I, uh, right? Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? I thought we had to uh, be following each other, but now we are going forward, so it's all good, man. Um, once, yeah. So once again, thank you, Coach. Well, there you have it, Coach Daniel Fierro, um, Director of Football Operations for Beast Athletics, Assistant Coach at Alamany, uh, Educator, Mentor. Um, just an outstanding human being, and uh, it's much my honor to have you here, but Coach. We got to do this again soon. You're always welcome back, man. So we'll Definitely. we'll talk soon. Absolutely. Right, really. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, of course, man. Don't mention it. Don't mention it, man. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, for myself, Double A, uh, we will be back tomorrow for part three of Talking Football with Coach Andy Flores, uh, your what your old uh, colleague there, Coach. You yes, know. Sir. Right, uh, you guys were on the same staff there for for a couple of years, uh, or a couple of years, yes, sir. At Calabasas, right? Yeah, yes, sir. And he's a good dude, man. He's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to having having him come on, and uh, we're gonna talk some more football here for part three tomorrow. So stay tuned, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe to Profile Pod TV right here. Uh, click on the little red button uh, on YouTube. Support this channel. Support the, the cause. I'm gonna c- continue to bring on excellent guests, as you just saw, Coach Fierro. Um, and, uh, so let's, let's continue to support each other and follow us on Instagram at nineties galore at profile pod TV. 
Follow us uh, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Leave us a comment. Like, follow, share. Rate, review, five stars, all that good stuff, man. So um, we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Same channel, same time, 9 p.m. for part three. And always remember to take it easy.